0: Welcome to the Fight to Unite podcast. I'm your host, Aaliyah Freeman, and today's podcast, I want to talk to you, you, the stylist that is behind the chair and you are burned out. If you are burned out behind the chair, some of the feelings that you may be feeling in this moment, you may be ready to throw the towel in for your career, but you probably have no clue what you're going to do. Or you probably are in a place of feeling like you want to do something different in the industry, but maybe you don't know the steps on how to get there. This podcast is specifically designed for those stylists that are stuck behind the chair. I want to give you some tips and ways that you can plan your way of escape so that you can get from behind the chair. First, let me discuss with you guys how I have lived this life of burnout as a stylist and things did not shift until I shifted. And one thing about stylist burnout is that you're so burned out that sometimes you don't even recognize that you're burned out. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. but. Sometimes you're just so familiar with the routine that you don't even know that there's an outlet of how you can escape from that routine. Now, let's talk about stylist burnout and what exactly that means. Stylist burnout pretty much means that it could possibly mean that you're booked all the time, you get clients left to right, maybe you're the top stylist in the salon, Getting clients is not a problem or an issue for you, but maybe you've been doing the same services for so, so long. Um, you probably want to try some different things, but you don't know how to actually get your clients to request new services. Or maybe you just may be tired and burned out from working in the same environment for years. Maybe you've been working in the salon for over 8 years, in the same establishment. You know you want something different, but what does something different look like? So today, we're going to talk about stylist burnout. What that looks like and how you can escape from it. So let's talk about the stylist that's always busy. Maybe you have clients from the time that you walk in the salon to the time that you leave. Maybe you don't have time for breaks and when you do get a break maybe you're not necessarily taking the proper break that you need so that your body can actually rest so if this is you one thing that i do want you to recognize is that being busy is not always being productive one thing that i recognize as a busy stylist is that it's not okay to be busy all the time and I'm not feeling fulfilled within a stylist with me being the professional as a stylist you should have fulfillment in what it is that you do so taking on too many clients I recognize that that gave me um I would say necessarily it gave me it gave me clarity under in understanding that I cannot do everyone's hair and feel fulfilled. So actually taking the time to to take in less clients so that I'm able to serve and style my clients to the best of my ability, it has given me more fulfillment than having too many clients in one day. So what happens is sometimes when we are seeing and servicing too many people, if you're not filled up enough in the amount that you are pouring in your in your client, what happens is you become burned out. You're giving out more than you're even capable of giving. So taking less clients has definitely been a game changer for me where I no longer have to serve or uh, um, style any of my clients um, more than five or six a day because I recognize, in order for me to leave the workplace and feel fulfilled without feeling drained, I had to take in less client. So, in order to take less client, there are some things that you have to do in order for the math to 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 be mouthing. You know, that's what they say. The math have to be mathing. So. Your, um, the amount of sales that you make within those six people is going to have to match, um, effectively so that it can balance out in your books. So you want to make sure that you count the cost on what that looks like with you taking a scale back and servicing less clients so that you can meet the needs of paying all of the different services, I mean, excuse me, it's, For paying all of the different expenses that are needed so that you can operate your business effectively. So, taking on less clients, that's number one. Number two, I want you to take in consideration that you must have a life outside of being a stylist. That's right. You have to have a life outside of being a stylist. Hair cannot be all that you do. It can't be, I wake up, I go to work, I come home, I go to sleep, and I wake up and do it again. You must have a fulfilling life outside of the workplace. Why is that important? It's because it brings a complete balance. So that therefore you are are making sure that you do everything that is needed for you as a person and making sure that you enjoy your life as a person before you as the professional. You must make sure that you take care of you and you have a fulfilling life outside of the workplace. So that when you go to work, you're operating in your best self when you get to the workplace. So that is number one. That's number two. I want you to create a life outside of the workplace. And know that this is all a part of fulfilling a life for you so that you can love what it is that you do. Um, Number three. Let's talk about purpose. Are you just... Um, doing haircuts, or just doing color, or are you just servicing your clients based upon their need? Um, do you have a purpose of why you are a hairstylist? If you don't know why you do what you do, let's go there. Let's see exactly what is the root or the purpose of why God had even called you to be a hairstylist. Is this just a job that you've taken on. To make money? Or is this something that you do specifically that people are drawn to you to get their hair done? Do you love what you do? That absolutely matters. Um, that plays a big part of the stylish burnout. Do you actually love it? Or is this just something that you do to pass time? Is this just something that you do to make money? These things are very important. So, what is the purpose? What's the purpose of you being a hairstylist? Is it because you like to um, serve others? You like to make others feel good about themselves? Um, Do you actually love to cut and color? What is it about hairstyling that you love? So that when you look at your purpose of why you're doing what you're doing, that is going to give you the ability to be able to always fall back ...on the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing. If you ever get off track, you can always go back to your purpose. This is my purpose. This is why I do this. This is why I have to do this. This is why I must take care of me so I can do this. Because this is my purpose. So, let's definitely make sure that you understand the purpose of why you do what you do. Okay? And also, let's talk about when to say no. Do you know how to say no? Do you know when to say no? If you have a, uh, a schedule that's filled with clients already, and you have a client, and she may be a regular client, but maybe she has a state of emer- Maybe she may say, hey, can you squeeze me in? Hey, can you do this? Do you know how to tell the clients No. Your schedule is already booked. There are absolutely no room for a client to even squeeze in without it conflicting your schedule. Are you comfortable and confident in saying no when you need to say no? And the reason why you wanna say no is definitely because you don't wanna be burned out. You don't wanna take into consideration of overly serving your client and you don't have the, the space to give so that you can serve effectively. And when I say that, you definitely want to pay attention to you don't have the time to fit this person in. So it's going to cause conflict with your client. And it's also going to cause cl- conflict. With you, like when you leave at the end of the day, you're going to be definitely tired. You're not going to feel your best self when you leave work because you've overworked yourself. Speaking of overwork, do you have a cutoff limit on how long you spend in the salon? Now, let's talk about this, guy, because... I know my background and when I first started in the industry I absolutely love everything about hair and you know when you first start something you kind of overwork yourself because you're so passionate about it you're like I can do this day and night and love it that was me I was literally working in a salon sunup to sundown and then I had the natural hair shows I would go home and work on those projects for that um late night. To midnight maybe over midnight in the mid-morning like that's how much passion i had about here. i was always researching always finding out how i can do something new and innovative for the industry but i wasn't getting the proper rest that i needed so in this industry what i recognize is that we have control over studying our time and our hours and how much time we're going to put into the salon. My question is, just like any other restaurant or any place that you go, they have an open and a closed time. And I guarantee you, when these businesses are closed, they are closed. There are absolutely no way that we can get into any grocery store that says that they're going to close at 10 o'clock. No matter if you're just going in there to get a piece of chewing gum, no matter if you're going in there to get something that you're really in need of, the the time that they close is the time that they close. So my question to you, do you have set hours on how long you're going to be within the salon? So if the salon is open from 10 to 6, are you making sure that you manage your time properly, so that you're working within those times. Now, there are stylists who May feel comfortable with working later hours. Like I said, we have control of what time we're going to be in the salon. But if you're going to be an afternoon, night stylist or in the daytime stylist, I want you still to be mindful of how long you are working. Because if you're scheduled to work in the salon when they open at 10, but you're still in the salon 12 o'clock midnight, 2 o'clock in the morning still servicing clients, I think that's absolutely unfair to you because you are not getting the proper rest that you need as a person. You got to recognize that you are a person before you are a professional. You have personal needs that you have to make sure you take care of every single day and You have to be sure that if you take care of you, then the professional will be able to serve at its best. So, are you making sure that you work within those salon hours? Now, most of the time, most stylists cannot make those times because of lack of time management. If this is you, I want you to set a goal on working on creating duration time for each serving that you know it takes you to do a server and i want you to work on meeting that goal meeting that time so if you say that a washing set it is going to take you 60 minutes i want you to focus on Meeting, meeting that every time you do a washing set, making sure that you're finished with that client within 60 minutes. If you find yourself going over every single time, there is something going on in your process and your structure that's hindering you from actually being able to meet your 60 minute mark. So what happens is when you're not meeting your duration time, it is throwing your schedule off because the next client is going to come in after that 60 minutes is up and if you're not finished with your client, then you already have schedule conflict issues and this is going to delay your time of getting off on time. So it's all about time management. It's all about making sure that you are setting the proper time for the services and that you're staying focused with making sure that you are meeting that time mark, okay? So this is going to take practice. It's going to take for you to sit down and figure out how long this takes. Get you a watch. If you don't have a watch, um, Apple Watch on your phone. The timer is on your phone. And time yourself and see how long you're taking for each service. Sometimes I can definitely say that when we spend too much time on clients, it could be certain conversations that are having. Making sure that your um, your conversations are not off subject, which are keeping and hindering clients in the salon longer than what they should be. So you got to be mindful of that. Sometimes stylist burnout comes from certain conversations that you have within the salon. You gotta set boundaries on how much you're going to talk about with your clients and how much you're not. What is that limit for you? Sometimes you can't take on all of your clients' problems. Sometimes you gotta just be able to focus on um their hair needs. So be mindful of that. Too many problems from your client can be a big issue for you if you can't mentally or spiritually handle it. So, that is one thing I definitely want you to be mindful of is your timing. How much time you are spending on your client. So, let's write a goal. What time are you coming in and what time do you want to get off? Before... Um, before I was used to get off really late night, the sun will always be down. Now I get off and the sun is either up or it's about to go down. I have never ever (laughs) experienced this until the past couple of years and the only way I was able to do this was shifting the way I think. I had to shift the way I do some things. I had to cut some things off and Stop doing certain things in order to meet this this need. Why? Because we can still have a life after we get out of off um, of work. Especially those who are uh, mothers or fathers, or if you have children, or if you have husbands and wives, you want to be sure that you can go home and not feel drained and tired all the time. Okay. All right. So last but not least. I want you to set some goals. Set some goals. So for those who know that you want to do something else, you want to pivot and you want to do something. Let's say you want to become an educator or you want to work for a product company or whatever the goal may be to shift from behind the chair. I want you to know that you can first do this. Whatever you put your mind to, you can do it. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So, whatever it is that you want to do, it's now time to work smarter and not harder. So, working smarter and not harder now means that you have to do the math, you have to do the work of figuring out how you can make yourself behind the chair, but also how you can schedule time so that you can pivot and prepare yourself for what you want to do next. So, now the question is going to be, how do I pivot? How do I set those goals? So you're gonna set the goal on what it is that you want to do, and then you need to dissect that goal and figure out what must be done in order for me to get there. Let's say you want to work um and or let's say you want to sell more retail, you may need to set some time um set some time off so that you're actually able to to put things in place to sell more retail. You may have to start saving and putting some money to the side so that you can invest in more retail so that you can actually start selling them. Maybe you wanna sell them online. That may require you to have your website updated or your social media updated. Maybe now it's time to hire someone in place so that they can put those systems in place for you so that you're actually able to do more retail selling maybe you have to create some social media strategy that's going to allow you to influence on social media the product that you plan to retail whatever it is that you want to do there are some things that you're going to have to do in order to put those things in place but in order to go from the stylish burnout to now pivoting into this new thing you got to first step back and reflect And see what can be shifted, what can be broken, what do you have to stop doing, and what do you need to start doing. That's going to take you to sit back and reflect. Okay? So, I hope that all of these things have been helpful for those of you who have been experiencing the burnout. One thing I want you to do is drink more water. Water is going to give you hydration. It's going to give you that energy that you need so that you can do what you need to do. And water is going to give you life. It is the best thing ever. Make sure that you are drinking water. But most importantly, it is my focus to encourage you to know that you do not have to stay here in the stylish burnout. Do not be afraid to shift in your industry. If you've been working at this uh, salon for over a year, it's okay to try a different salon. It's okay to go after something different in the industry. Do know that you are capable of doing so. But you have to know that it is now time to put something new in place so that you can go forth in a new direction. So I hope that this podcast was very useful for you. If you've been experiencing stylish burnout, please leave us a comment below and let us know how this podcast has been helpful. I look forward for sharing more Fight to Unite podcasts with you in the future.